of the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. your relative has also conceived a son in her old age and this is now the sixth month for her who was called bearing for with God nothing for with God nothing ready to worship this morning how many of you guys still waking up all right we're gonna lift up a praise this morning let's do this
this out together. Nothing. Nothing shall be impossible. Your kingdom reigns unstoppable. We'll shout your praise forevermore. Jesus, our God, unstoppable. Nothing shall be impossible. Your kingdom reigns unstoppable. We'll shout your praise forevermore. Jesus, our God, Come on, lift it up, Nothing shall be impossible. Your kingdom reigns unstoppable. We'll shout your praise Your life, and there is no right. 
impossible. Come on, do you believe that this morning? Show me one thing that's too hard. Show me waters he can't part. He's the God of the breakthrough. And anything is possible. It's possible. And there is a kingdom that's advancing at the speed of light. And in his kingdom, claim that this morning. Every dead thing is bound to rise. Shake off this bitch. 
what are you trusting him for this morning? In his presence, take it to him at this time.
what the Lord is saying this morning, that he is releasing a wind of healing to those that have felt like that they have cried out to God and he did not hear you, that he did not move in your situation and you have judged him harshly because you felt like he didn't move on your behalf, that he is coming in this morning and he is saying, run to me with open arms and I will come and I will send the bomb of Gilead. I can see what you cannot see. I have not lost, I have not lost you. I have not left you. You are not forgotten. You are not abandoned, but I am the God that I am and I am working on your behalf even when you can't see it, even when you don't feel it, even when it looks like everything in your life is falling apart. I am here and I have not left you. I will not leave you. I will not fail you. So turn to me. Run to me. Come to me. I am here and I am working on your behalf. If that was for you, I invite you to come forward now. He's calling. He's calling. If you have a physical need, if you need a healing, he's calling now. God's calling, he's calling. to the Father. To the Father, to the Father, healing is
home with somebody just lift your hands and tell them that Come on, we believe in the power, the presence, and the person of the Holy Spirit today. We believe in the presence of God. We believe the same Holy Spirit that raised the three-day dead body of Jesus Christ in the tomb now dwells in our mortal bodies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
mountain. You're my strength. Every stronghold will come down. Every element of poverty will be broken. Every element of addiction shall be slaughtered by the Spirit of God. Every element of infirmity will be run over roughshod by the power and the healing virtue of God Almighty. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I declare you are my portion. You are my deliverer. Over this my partisanship stuff, I declare you are my portion. You're my shield. You're my strength. You're my deliverer. folks up here are pressing into the Lord. Let me speak to the rest of you in the house today. Courtney, can you pull up that, that chorus there again? You are my shield, my strength, my portion. Understood my deliverer, portion. There's a man named Jacob in the Bible. He was a second born. He had an older brother, Esau who was gonna receive the blessing of inheritance from his father. Jacob hoodooed his dad, tricked him. Jacob got the blessing that belonged to his brother because Jacob thought, if I can get the stuff, I'll be a happy, satisfied, fulfilled man. Jacob got the blessing, feared his brother was gonna kill him and Jacob ran for his life. Years later, God did indeed bless Jacob. He was a very wealth, wealthy and rich man. But then when he's going back decades later to go meet his brother, he sends out gifts to him, livestock and animals, enough wealth that would have made his brother a multimillionaire. That's how much extra Jacob had. But then Jacob starts wrestling with the angel of the Lord, people. Some folks envision that was Jesus himself. They just started tussling because Jacob grabbed a hold of God and Jacob said, I want you to bless me. See, because Jacob realized he had, get, he had gotten everything in life that he thought would make him happy. But Pastor Carlos, he was still empty on the inside. And so finally when the sun's coming up, the angel of the Lord said, let me go. Jacob said, I won't let you go till you bless me. And see, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, relationships, money, stuff, friends, everything that this world tells you, you've got to have to be happy, fulfilled, and complete. I'm here to tell you, you can get all that and still be empty on the inside. Been there, done that. But let me tell you what this song is saying. When it says, my portion, let me tell you what that literally means. In biblical understanding, that means you're my inheritance. You're everything I want. You're all I want. You're all I need. You are my portion. 
And I'm going to tell you what, if you let him be your portion, he brings everything else that you thought you wanted and needed, he brings it with him. I wonder if I got anybody in this room today that can just say to him, Lord, you are my portion. I've tried everything else. I've spent everything else, smoked everything else, drank everything else, experienced everything else. And the next day or the next week, I woke up and I was still empty on the inside. But when I let Jesus in and he became my portion, I understand now what the psalmist said. He anoints my head with oil and my cup runs over. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, we bless your name. Hey. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Father, I just pray right now for people that are in this room that don't know you. I pray for those that don't really know you. They might think they know you in some religious form or fashion, but God, they don't know you. God, I pray right now you to overshadow them just like we started out with this song today. Just like the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. I pray right now, Holy Spirit, you just hover over people's lives. I rebuke fear and anxiety and stress right now. And I pray in the name of the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords, the authority of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I release peace. I release provision. I release love. The love of God. Hallelujah. Come on, I wonder if I got any born again children of God that'll just lift your hands and tell them how much you love them today. Your own way, you don't need words on the screen, just in your own words. Hallelujah. Oh, oh come on, let heaven hear your voice. Rise into the
Thank you for loving us when we were unlovable. And thank you for loving us when we are still unlovable. And as the scripture says, here is love. Here is love. Here's the picture of love. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you for the cross, Lord. The price you paid, the love you gave. And if you paid that much for us when we were lost and separated from you, then how much more, how much more when we come to you will you lavish said love on us still? Somebody here's got a growth on your neck. It's some kind of lump. You just found it this week and it's been bothering you, it's concerned you. You haven't been to the doctor. You haven't even told anybody about it yet. It's been scaring the bejeebers out of you. I want you to lay your hand on that side of your neck right now. Father, we call that thing, whether whatever it may be, whatever it may be, whatever it may be right now, we call that thing to dissipate, disappear, go away, be gone with you in the name of Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If that's you, you better give the Lord some praise right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The Lord, our Redeemer, is our healer and our sustainer. He is the glory and the lifter up of our head. There is none like him. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we bless your name. Yes, Lord, we bless your
How long will you keep searching? How long will you keep looking? The King of Glory is in your midst. The waters are ready, they are prepared, and they are flowing. Step in. How long will you keep searching? How long will you keep looking? How long will you fill your belly with empty things? How long will you fill your mind with empty thoughts? How long will you take into your eye gate and ear gate those things which do not satisfy, those things that are temporary, those things that are shadow, those things that are ash, those things that are a chasing after the wind? How long will you search? How long will you look? I, the King of glory, are in your midst this morning. Run to me. Come to me. Fall into my arms. I am the answer. I am the I am. I have all that you need. This world has not what you need. Your job is not your source. Your family is not your source. I am your source. I long to call you and draw you to myself as a father calls his children, as a hen calls her chicks. And I long to do a work in your life such as you never thought was possible. But you're running to and fro. You're chasing after nonsense. You're chasing 
chasing after foolish things, they will not satisfy. Oh, come to the altar. Oh, come to the Father. My arms are open wide. Stop searching. Stop wearing yourself out. You've worn yourself to a frazzle, and here I stand. Here I stand ready to welcome you and to pour into you all of the goodness I have planned for you before you were ever born. Okay, answer the call. If he's calling you, he's still, he's holding it for you. If he's calling you, come forward. Father God, thank you, Jesus. He loves you. He's calling. Come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was born with the precious blood of Jesus Forgiveness 
know, I don't know what's holding you back, but God doesn't look at you like people do. He doesn't see the mistakes and the hurts and the mess ups and, you know, what you have to fix first. He just loves you. And he's holding this service for you. He loves you that much. He sent his son to die for you. And he just sees what you are in his eyes. And that's a child of God. So just give it to him. It's like the song said, you give it to him and you get everything. In return, you get peace and joy and love and his presence and his forgiveness and compassion. You get all of it. You get to turn in the bad for the good. So we're going to sing this song one more time. We're going to give you an opportunity to come forward if he's tugging on that heart. He's not going to give up on you. He's not going to give up on you. watching online this morning and maybe you're saying well yeah next time I get to church and I can get to an altar I'll do that make an altar in your home this morning right there where you are drop to your knees drop your heart in before the father and make your altar right there he's waiting oh what a savior
God one more time because he's worthy and his presence is amazing. anybody has seen him flex his omnipotent all-powerful muscle in your behalf and you've seen him do the impossible I wonder if there's anybody unlike well like myself because I've seen him do all of that I wonder if there's anybody that could just put your hands together one more time and just lift your voice come on like you hadn't yet today like you haven't yet today hallelujah Hallelujah. 
He's not done yet. Somebody in here, the Lord is waiting on you. just wanted me to share what uh, he did for me. Most of you probably know that a few months, well, about a month ago it is now, I had some sickness fall upon me. Me and my bride, we went up to the mountains for our anniversary like we normally do. And on the way home, I started getting extremely tired and it was kind of a weird kind of tired. You know, it's like my whole body was just exhausted. I was telling her on the way, I just chalked up for the drive. Well, by the time I got home, I started running a fever. And that was kind of unusual, but 
it continued to progress, I ended up getting a bad cough. I was having diarrhea. Um, and my joints started aching like you just wouldn't believe. I couldn't even, it hurt to open a door, turn the doorknob. That's how bad it hurt. Well, my bride, who was my head nurse as well, on Tuesday, that was on a Saturday. Well, that Tuesday, she put her foot down. She said, you need to get up out of that chair because I've been sitting in the chair since I got home. I just felt terrible. Well, I was obedient to my bride. I got up and I tried to shake it off. And Well, needless to say, something went right. So I called her at work. I said, you better come get me, get me to the doctor because I don't know what's going on. They got me to the ER here in Laurenburg, and they knew something went right, so they admitted me. Well, that night, things started progressing at a fast rate. I don't know. You know, my body was just, I don't know, it's weird. It's like my body was fighting against itself. I don't think I can figure. Um, the enzymes in my heart started increasing at a level that was just, they say it was showing that I was getting her to have a bad heart attack is what it was showing. Well, they knew that they needed to get me somewhere else. So the next day they transferred me to Chapel Hill. Um, they had been giving me stuff for the fever. My fever was like 103 something and it wouldn't come down, no matter what they gave me. Uh, you start having a fever that high, some weird things start going on with you. I started seeing some weird stuff. Brother, I'd never do anything that made me see things, but I was seeing some weird things with that high fever. But they got me to Chapel Hill, they got me in the room, and I was laying there in that room. And it was before my wife had got there, you know, it took them a while to get there and get everything together. <clears throat> but like I say, my body been fighting this mess for so many days now that it was just weird. I mean, my heart went into AFib. By the time I got there, they tried to say I'd been in AFib, which I hadn't, which AFib is your heart's got an irregular beat. It's not beating the way it's supposed to. Um, but I, as I laid there in that hospital before she got there, it was almost like I could feel that that death angel kind of hovering around me, you know. I was starting, my mind was starting to say, this might be it, you know. I laid there, I could hear God speaking to me, just like I'm talking to you. He said, remember Job. <laughs> remember Job. And when he told me that, I knew what was going on. The devil was trying to take me out of here. God told me by saying that 
Oh, devil, you might put some on him. But you ain't going to take him out of here. Not yet. Not yet. Well, from that moment on, you know, I, I knew I was going to be sick. I still had some things going on. But I knew. I knew. Gotta shorten this thing up some, but it's kind of hard to. But they did every test on me. They pulled enough blood. I thought it might have been feeding a vampire or something back in the back. They've been drawing, they brought so much blood out of me. It was crazy. They did. They drew blood. They did all kind of crazy tests. They did skin biopsies. They even tried to say I had monkey pots. They had me quarantined for monkey pots for a few days, and I hadn't even been around a monkey. <laughs> and uh, it was crazy. But I'm going to tell you what. They tried to tell my wife and the doctors and all those educated physicians that came in there. They told her that because my heart was doing what it was, they said my heart was enlarged and they said that I was going to have all kind of scar problems with my heart. Um, all this kind of weird stuff they try to say that it's going to be three to six months before I'd be able to get back to any kind of anything kind of normal. Well, I was in AFib from Wednesday till Monday when they finally shot me to get my heart beating back right. Well, Tuesday they put me in that MRI machine and had already said all the stuff that they foresaw that they were going to find wrong with me but God <laughs> but God they could find they could find not one thing wrong with my heart nothing and they still don't know what was wrong with me. They tried to say I had Rocky Mountain Spotty Fever, but that test come back negative. So, you know, like I said, there's that old devil trying to, to work his things on me. But, you know, I had all those learned physicians and doctors up there. But, you know, when you know the great physician, when you know the great physician, that's all you need, brother. All I got to say is praise God. It's my brother Keith. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give the Lord a praise. He is the great physician. Amen. Hallelujah. and 
then got a text from the sister that they were sending him to Chapel Hill. And then I was getting ready to go to Chapel Hill and I get a message that he's on monkeypox lockdown. <laughs> I always knew there was something monkeyish about him, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But, but that and other families, and, and while I've been praying for families, like the Callahan family, like our precious Milligan family, as I've been praying, I keep hearing the Lord say for me to release this, to speak, and I pray this, Jesus wins. Yes, Jesus wins. Yes. The night we got news of Denise Callahan's demise, and I went over to Miss Jean's house and about midnight or so that night, I just released the word of the Lord that God will take what the enemy means for harm and he will turn it around for good. That's God's nature. Joseph said that to his brothers, what you meant for evil, God meant for good for the salvation. Meaning God's always gonna turn it around not, not only will he make it good for you, but he's going to use it good through you for other people. It's going to be your testimony. Somehow anointing virtue life is going to flow through what you've been through, and God's going to use that. I sat across the table from a lady in Lexington, South Carolina, that uh, was widowed. She lost her husband of many, many years. And several years later, she met a gentleman. They got married, and just a few years after that, she lost another husband due to an unforeseen sickness and disease. And I went to her house, was having coffee with her, and she was broken beyond measure. And I looked at her, and I said, one day you're going to see God use you in the very thing you're walking through right now. The very thing the enemy has tried to beat you with, God's going to put that thing in your hand as ministry. And today she leads a thing called Grief Share, which is a ministry, small group ministry to help people overcome grief. And this is about their 10th cycle of going through this. And dozens and dozens and dozens of people have been impacted. What the enemy meant for her harm, God turned around for good. Jesus wins people, not just at the end of this book, but at the end of the chapter you're in right now. Look at five people telling Jesus wins. Can't you imagine Jesus hanging on the cross, gasping for air? Satan and every demon of darkness, they're just so excited thinking they have finally defeated God as the Son of God hangs there in pain beyond our wildest imagination and in his final breath. He releases the words, it is finished. How many of y'all know right then Jesus won? He wasn't dead. He had just become fully alive. Jesus wins. I want somebody to hear that today. Jesus wins. He's won in here today. There's been a lot of folks' lives impacted. Those of you online, which camera are we on, Bucky? Put me on, on two, two, two. You folks watching online, I want you to know this without a shadow of a doubt. 
the anointing of God that is in this place is in the place where you are. I don't care if you're riding down the road in Kalamazoo, hospital room, work. And not only that, those of you that may be watching it tomorrow, listening to the podcast at work tomorrow with your little AirPods in your ears, I'm gonna tell you right now, the anointing of God will blow in right where you are at your workplace and show yourself strong, himself strong. Because in the end, Jesus always wins. It's up to you whose side you're gonna be on. So how you wanna wrap this up, pretty lady? No. You want me to do the FTAs? You wanna do the FTAs? Miss Chris is coming to do the FTAs. Oh, are you? I don't know. Oh, she's doing something. I don't know it's not on this paper. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know how many of you know Pastor Kim's birthday was Friday. <laughs> and from your faith family, we wanna give you a little gift. celebrate the day you were born and we're thankful that God brought you back home. So let's all sing happy birthday. Happy birthday. What a surprise. Thank you. Well, we want to, we're not welcoming. We're saying thank you for joining us today at this point. Has the presence of the Lord not been amazing today? I'm so thankful. And I believe that we're going to hear all kinds of testimonies coming from this service today. We want to give a special welcome to our first time attenders. Now, if you're a first time attender, if you will look on your bulletin on the very back, there is a form. It says, first time here. And you just tear, it's real easy, you just tear it off, fill it out, and if you'll take it to the Welcome Center at the end of service, we have a gift for you. Go out of these doors to the right, okay? Someone will be there waiting for you, someone will be there to pray with you if you would like prayer. So please do that. We have a beautiful gift, has all kinds of information about the ministry, so we're excited for you to have that. So please take advantage. If you brought somebody with you, Tear it off, give it to them, and welcome back there to the Welcome Center, okay? Thank you for being here today. Um, I think we have some videos that we're going to roll, some exciting things coming up. We have uh, Family and Friends Day coming up next week, so y'all watch this little announcement. Church next Sunday. Mom is on the floor after church. 
first-time attender, and if you are on the back of that first-time attender form, or in the front of it, whatever you say, is a flyer about Family and Friends Day. So you can also tear that off, and you can invite people to come next Sunday. So who's going to invite somebody? Yes, invite people to come. There will be a catered meal. You don't have to bring any food. It's going to be served. We're going to have a fun time afterwards. We're going to have all kinds of entertainment bounce houses and face painting and I think they're playing kickball and bingo for our older generation if they want to play bingo. bingo. <laughs> no, Sister Joyce is calling bingo. <laughs> and there will be prizes and all kinds of fun stuff going on. So we hope that you will come next week and you will stay afterward. I think they can dress casual for church that Sunday or you, if you don't want to dress casual, you can bring clothes to change into. Okay, so we hope that you will uh, stay for that. Make sure you read your bulletin, Faith Family. There's lots of good information in here. You do not want to miss out. We have lots of good things happening here. We have things for every age. We have a good time. We worship together. We eat together. We play together. That's what family does, right? And that's what we're doing as a Faith Family. So now we're going to give you the opportunity to give. If you need a tithing envelope, if you will raise your hand, our ushers have one for you. We thank all of you who give online, if you mail it in, if you send it in, if you pay by push pay on our website. We just thank you so much for giving as the Lord directs you to. He loves a cheerful giver, right? And who can't be cheerful after this service today? I'm just saying. God lifted some burdens. He lifted some heads. And uh, we're excited about what he is doing. All right, we're going to ask the ushers to come forward. Did I slow it down enough, guys? I'm good. They told me I'm too fast up here. They get back there and they almost have to run back up here. So I'm trying to pace myself. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. They said I was doing a good job, so I appreciate that. So if you would stand, please, and prepare yourself to give if you're giving in-house today. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for all that you do for Northview Harvest Ministries. We couldn't do it without you. We're so thankful for our faith family, for our faith family in here, for our faith family online. We thank you so much. We have lots of support from people from other churches. Are you going to bless it after? Awesome. Okay. So we're going to ask you to come forward and give as the praise team plays for you. And then Brother Michael's going to come up here and close us out.
been good to us this morning? Amen. Look to your neighbor and say, God is good. Amen. Amen. And we're going to pray over this offering and we'll also pray over dismissal so that way when we're done. Do you believe God is a provider? How many can say God has provided for me? Amen. I can raise both hands. Let's pray. Father, we bless you today. We give you all praise and glory for what you have done in this house. And God, as we have given, because not because we are enforced to or we're to, God, but we are give because we have a cheerful heart, God. We give because you have always provided for us provided for us, Lord. You have always made a way where there seemed to be no way. God, we do not trust in the economy, Lord, but we are trusting in the one who made the economy, God. We are trusting in the one who holds all the riches and treasures in his hand, and with one breath, God, you can speak something into existence, and it will come to pass. God, we will not participate in a recession. God, we will not participate in anything the world has, but God, we declare over this house, over every house here that is represented, every home, every family, God, that there is abundance in this house, oh Lord. God, there is abundance in this house, Lord. There is abundance in this house. God, because we're standing on the authority of your word, we're descending on the promises of you because they are yes and amen. And God, we pray bless these people as they go their separate ways. God, I pray that you will return a harvest to them tenfold, God, a hundredfold. And God, I pray that you would just be with them, God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Be blessed, guys. We love you.